3: Welcome to another episode of Broadway Nation, the podcast that tells the remarkable story of how immigrants, Jews, queers, African Americans, and other outcasts invented the Broadway musical and how they changed America in the process. I'm David Armstrong, and I call this episode The Genius of Sondheim. This is a special live and in-person episode of Broadway Nation. It was recorded on March 6, 2022 at the Vashon Center for the Arts, where I was joined on stage by a terrific group of singers and my special guest, Albert Evans, to pay tribute to the late, great Stephen Sondheim. As you will hear, in these live events, there's a little less talking and a lot more music than in a regular episode, but I don't think anyone will be disappointed by that, especially when the music and lyrics are by Mr. Sondheim. My wireless microphone was acting up a bit during the first part of the concert, but was quickly replaced, and we've done our best to minimize that disruption in this recording. If you would prefer to watch a video capture of the show, you can view it at vashoncenterforthearts.org. Here we
2: go.
0: It's the little things you do together, do together, do together, that make perfect relationships. The hobbies you pursue together, savings you accrue together, looks you misconstrue together, that make marriage a joy. The concerts you enjoy together, neighbors you annoy together, children you destroy together that keep marriage intact. It's not so hard to be married when to maneuver as one. It's not so hard to be married, and Jesus Christ, is it fun. It's sharing little winks together, drinks together kinks together that make marriage a joy it's bargains that you shop together cigarettes you stop together clothing that you swap together that make perfect relationships Uh Mm -hmm. it's not talk of god and the decade ahead that allows you to get through the worst do, and you don't, and nobody said that, and who brought the subject up first? It's the little things, the little things, the little things, the little things, the little ways you try together, cry together, lie together, that make perfect relationships, becoming a cliche together, growing old and gray together, withering away together, that Make marriage a joy It's not so hard to be married It's much the simplest of crimes It's not so hard to be married I've done it three or four times It's people that you hate together Bait together Date together That make marriage a joy It's things like using force together Shouting till you're together Together that make perfect relationships. Uh-huh. Kiss, kiss,
3: mm-hmm. and all good, everybody. The song that you've just heard like all the songs that you'll hear this afternoon, was written Words and Music by Stephen Sondheim. It comes from his 1970 landmark musical, Company, which was certainly not his first show. He'd already written the lyrics for West Side Story and Gypsy, and it was not even his first show for which he wrote both the lyrics and the music. That was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. But in many ways, it was the first Sondheim musical, the first one in which the critics began to notice that he was bringing something new and different to the Broadway musical. The first show in which his unique voice, sensibility, point of view, and yes, genius, was fully on display. As he said, company influenced musicals for good or for ill for years afterward and continues to do so. It made a lot of grown-ups who had disdained musicals take them seriously and not incidentally, it gave me my first good reviews. You could also say that Company was Sondheim's latest and most recent work, because a hit revival of that show is currently playing on Broadway, and Sondheim was actively involved in creating new, revised lyrics for this updated, gender-switched version of the show. This production was originally scheduled to open on Sondheim's 90th birthday, March 22, 2020. However, as you can imagine, anything that happened in 2020, the pandemic put a wrench into those plans like so many others. But when the show resumed performances on November 15th, 2021, nearly two years later, Sondheim was there at the first performance, giving notes and advice just 11 days before he died. A front page above the fold obituary in the New York Times called him a titan of the American musical and the theater's most revered and influential composer-lyricist of the last half of the 20th century. Over his 65-year career, those shows have included West Side Story, Gypsy, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Company, Follies, A Little Night Music, Pacific Overtures, Sweeney Todd, Sunday in the Park with George, Assassins, and Passion. And his legacy will live on not just through his own work, but through the several generations of musical theater writers that he has inspired and, in many cases, personally mentored. I'm David Armstrong, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this special live version of my podcast, Broadway Nation. Tonight, I am thrilled to be joined by some of the best singing actors I know to share some of Sondheim's greatest songs, along with a few insights about what makes them so remarkable. Tonight's performers have appeared on Broadway, in national tours, and especially right here in the Puget Sound, where almost all of them live and work. The people you see tonight are your neighbors. This song we're about to do comes from a one-hour, made-for-television musical called Evening Primrose. This is early in Sondheim's career. It aired on ABC in 1966, and it was sort of like what you might have seen if The Twilight Zone had ever done a musical episode. The plot was about a sensitive young man named Charles who attempts to escape the chaotic hustle and bustle of mid-20th century New York City, and he seeks refuge after hours in a department store where he hopes that he will be able to write poetry in solitude. As expected, after the store closes, it's very quiet and seems the perfect place to write poetry, and he's also able to find most of the necessities of life there as well. However, he also soon discovers that he is not alone. A secretive, nocturnal community of people emerges from the hidden nooks and crannies of the department store. They, too, have escaped the pressures of society, and many of them are the aging children of parents who took refuge there during the Great Depression. He falls in love with a young woman named Ella, who got lost in the store when she was just six years old and has lived there in this society of fugitives ever since. In the musical, the song we're about to do is hers, but James Rocco is going to sing it tonight because it could be the song of any member of this community. They haven't seen the sun for many years, and they long to return to the real world what they only vaguely remember, and can only describe by using references of items that can be found in the department store. Please welcome James Rocco with Stephen Sondheim's I Remember. I remember
4: sky It was blue as ink Or at least I think I remember sky I remember snow Soft as feathers Sharp as thumbtacks Coming down like lint And it made you squint When the wind would blow And ice like vinyl on the streets Cold as silver, white as sheets Rain like strings and changing things like Like broken umbrellas And parks and bridges Ponds and zoos ruddy faces Muddy shoes Light and noise And bees and boys and-
3: two years of this pandemic, I think we all feel that way a little bit. But how does that story end? Eventually, the community becomes paranoid about being exposed and discovered, and life within the store becomes more and more oppressive for this group of people who are hiding out there. Ella and Charles try to escape, but like everyone else who has tried to leave the community over the years, they are captured and killed, and in a macabre ending, The final image of the TV show is them as mannequins in the store window dressed as a bride and a groom. Now you know where mannequins come from. Next we have two songs from the musical Follies. Music and lyrics by Sondheim and book by James Goldman who also wrote the screenplay for Evening Primrose. Follies is set in 1971 in the year that it was produced. And it's set in the decrepit and abandoned Weissman Theater. The character Dimitri Weissman, who is obviously modeled on the great producer Florence Ziegfeld, has invited all of the people who have appeared in the, in the Weissman Follies, the shows that he produced between World War I and World War II. Every year there was a new edition of the Weissman Follies, and he's invited them back for a reunion on the night before the theater is going to be faced with the wrecking ball and be demolished. Author Ted Chapin wrote that Follies is about the past, revisited, embraced, rejected, relived, and denied, and the effect that the past has on the present and the future. This setting and time periods, the various time periods that it covers, gave Sondheim what he said was a chance for me to pay homage to the genre that I loved, the past that I had known only through recordings and sheet music. It allowed me to... the reigning composers and lyricists of that period between the world wars, and I grabbed at it with all 10 fingers and a rhyming dictionary. The first number we'll do is called Broadway Baby, for which Sondheim took inspiration from the Broadway musical comedies of the 1920s, just before the crash, with their optimistic dreams of upward mobility, especially the team of De Silva, Brown, and Henderson, whose string of hit songs from that era included Best things in life are free, button up your overcoat, the varsity drag, and life is just a bowl of cherries. The music to the second song was inspired by the kind of classic vaudeville-style music that was used for chases and comic bits with low comics. The lyrics and the title were inspired by the lyrics of Ira Gershwin and Lorenz Hart, but with a more contemporary sardonic Sandheimian tone layered over the top of it. First, Billy Wildrick with Broadway Baby, and then James Rocco and a few assorted showgirls with the God Why Don't You Love Me Blues.
1: tired feet. Pounding 42nd Street to be in a show. Broadway, baby, learning how to sing and dance. Waiting for that one big chance to be in
4: everybody hello folks we're into the follies first though, folks let's pause for a mo no no folks you'll still get your jollies it's just i've got a problem that i think you should know See, I've been very perturbed of late, very upset, very betwixt and between. The things that I want, I don't seem to get. The things that I get, you know what I mean. I've got those. God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll see you later, blue. Why do you ignore me? You're the only thing that matters. Feeling. that say I'm good enough for you. You're not good enough. And thank you for the presents. But what's wrong with this stuff? Those don't come any closer. Cause you know how much I love you. Feelings. oh God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll see you later. Blues. See? Here's Margie. She says she really
1: loves me. I love him. She says,
4: she says she really cares. I
1: care. I care.
4: She says that I'm her idol.
1: He's my idol.
4: I'm perfect, she swears. You're
1: perfect, goddammit.
4: She says that if we parted. Parted? She says, she says that she'd be sick. She says she's my Gotta get out of here quick. I've got those whisper how you love me, but you, but I say, what do you know, blues? Those, why do you keep telling me I stink when I adore you? Feelings that say I'm all the world to you. You're out of your mind. I know there's someone else, and I could kiss your behind. Those you say I'm terrific, but your taste was always rotten. Those go away, I need you Come to me, I'll kill you Darling, I'll do anything to keep you with me Till you tell me that you love me Oh, you do, I gotta run now Blue She says she loves another. Another. She says a fellow she prefers. First, first. She says that he's her idol. Idol, idol,
3: idol, idol. Ideal,
4: she averse. You deal, averse. She says that anybody, body, blah, would suit her more than I. I, I, I. She says that I'm a washout. A washout. She says, I love her so much I could die. Get out of
5: here.
4: I've got those. God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll see you later. Blue as long as you ignore me, you're the only thing that matters, feeling. that say I'm good enough for you, you're not good enough. And thank you for the presence, but what's wrong with this stuff? Those don't come any closer, cause you know how much I love you, feelings. Those, if you will, then I can't. If you don't, then I gotta give it to me. I don't want it, if you won't, I gotta have it. I love, wrong, right. Why, God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll see you later.
3: (laughs) Jamie Rocco and Vashon's own Evan Stultz on the piano. Although Sondheim strictly objected to this idea, the next song we're going to do is considered by many to be his most autobiographical. It's the title song from his 1964 social political satire, Anyone Can Whistle, a show that might have well have been the one that established Sondheim's unique voice and theatrical genius if it had run more than 13 performances. But like a number of other legendary flop musicals, This one contains a bevy of brilliant songs that have lived on even if the show itself is hardly ever produced. Please welcome Josh Carter to the stage with Anyone Can Whistle.
6: Anyone can whistle, that's what they say, easy. Can whistle any old day easy it's all so simple relax let go let fly so someone tell me why can't I I can dance a tango I can read Greek easy. I can slay a dragon any old week easy. What's hard is simple, what's natural. how to let go. Lower my guard. Learn to be free. Maybe if you whistle, whistle for go. Lower my guard. Learn to be free. Maybe if you whistle, whistle.
3: Josh Carter. (laughs) To write songs for the musical theater means that the songwriter also has to be a dramatist. Your first and foremost job is to tell the story and illuminate the characters. And no one has taken that job more seriously than Stephen Sondheim. His mentor, Oscar Hammerstein, led a revolution in the way that Broadway musicals were created. More and more of the dramatic action in their shows, Rodgers and Hammerstein, was taken over by the music and the lyrics. And Sondheim took this idea and ran with it. And some of his songs are almost self-contained one-act plays. Here is an example of that from Company. The 35-year-old bachelor Robert has spent a passionate night of lovemaking with a sexy flight attendant named April. Very early the next morning, they are asleep in their bed, their discarded clothes scattered wildly around the room, and then her travel alarm goes off, and in the dim light of the dawn, she dresses to leave. Here's Josh Carter and Billy Wildrick with Barcelona.
6: Where are you going?
1: Barcelona. Oh. Don't get up.
6: Do you have to?
1: Yes, I have to. Oh. Don't get up. Now you're angry.
6: No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Put your things down. See, you're angry. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Put your wings down and stay. I'm leaving. Why? To go to. Stay. I have to fly. Fly, I know, to to Barcelona. Barcelona. you're a very special girl not just overnight yes you're a very special girl not because you're bright not just because you're bright yes you're a very special girl you. Deep
3: Sondheim's best-known song is, without a doubt, Send in the Clowns. It was written in 1973 for the romantic, waltz-driven musical A Little Night Music. This was based on the Igmar Bergman film, Smiles of a Summer Night. The song was written very late in the process of creating the show. There was a pivotal scene in the second act where the middle-aged leading man, the lawyer, Frederick Egerman, tells his lover, the glamorous, middle-aged actress, Desiree Armfeldt that he loves her, but is going to return to his much younger wife. For some reason, Sondheim could not come up with a song for Frederick to sing in this scene. Finally, just days before the first performance, he suddenly realized that the song should be hers and not the lawyer's. He went home and wrote the song overnight, which was quite unusual for him. It usually took him weeks to create a song, so it's somewhat ironic that that song became his most popular. Many performers have sung the song outside the context of the show and have admitted to not understanding the lyrics. The lyric makes the most sense when we remember that it was created for a character who was steeped in show business. You can hear that reflected in such lines as making my entrance again with my usual flair, don't you love farce, losing my timing this late in my career, and especially the phrase itself, send in the clowns. In the world of the circus, when disaster strikes, the clowns are sent out to divert attention. Even with the lyrics somewhat hard to understand, it became his most performed and recorded song, with more than 400 recordings to date. Frank Sinatric recorded it first in 1973, and it rose to number 13 on the pop charts, but it was Judy Collins in 1975 Her recording completely overshadowed Sinatra's, selling more than a million copies and winning the 1975 Grammy Award for Best Pop Vocal of the Year and Sondheim One for Song of the Year. Please welcome Anne Allgood with Send in the Clouds.
0: Don't you love farce?
3: Don't go away. Broadway Nation will be back with Albert Evans and some trivia about West Side Story that you've probably never heard right after this quick break hi this is David Armstrong and it's my great pleasure to welcome factor as a sponsor to Broadway nation this week this spring you can eat stress-free with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options including popular options like calorie smart keto protein plus or my personal choice vegan and veggie you can also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunches, snacks, and beverages that'll help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factors ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. If you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. These are no-fuss, no-muss meals, and Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. You simply heat and savor the good stuff. And you can tailor it all to your schedule. You can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule the deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long at Factor, so look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for the lowest carbon footprint meals. Here's what you do. Head to factormeals.com BN50 and use code BN50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next box. That's code BN50 as in Broadway Nation. BN50 at factormeals.com BN50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Do it now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
1: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100
3: casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So no edition of Broadway Nation live or otherwise would be complete without my frequent co-host, great friend, and colleague, Albert Evans to give us some insights into the genius of Stephen Sondheim. Please welcome Albert Evans to the stage.
2: All right. Hello, everyone. As David mentioned earlier, Stephen Sondheim made his Broadway debut writing the lyrics for Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story a show he co-conceived with playwright Arthur Lawrence and directed and choreographed by Jerome Robbins. So he had these three heavyweights and then Stephen Sondheim, the kid. Bernstein intended to write the West Side lyrics himself, but at the same time, he was writing another musical, Candide, based on the novel by Voltaire. And if that wasn't enough, he was also the music director of the New York Philharmonic and was conducting in touring the world all at once, and the workload was just too much, even for a guy like Leonard Bernstein. So Arthur Lawrence encouraged Bernstein to split the lyric duties with someone else, and he suggested a promising 25-year-old named Stephen Sondheim, who was a decade younger than the rest of the team and had never had a show on Broadway. Well, Lenny auditioned Steve. He was very impressed, and he agreed to split the lyric credit and the royalties with the new guy. Now, no one knew which show would reach Broadway first, Candide or West Side Story. As it happened, Candide opened in 1956 and West Side Story less than a year later. Now, despite the great difference between these two shows, Candide was a glittering comic operetta set in the 1750s, and West Side Story was a gritty contemporary story of gang violence in the slums of New York City in the 1950s. But nevertheless, there was some surprising cross-migration of music, because Lenny had all these songs in his head at once, and first there would be, he would write it for one show and then put it in the other show. Now, Bernstein had written a wedding song, music and lyrics for Candide. He called it One Hand. And the Bernstein lyric went, One hand, one heart. Your hand, my heart. Your eyes make me see. You're the breath and life of me. Which is a perfectly okay lyric. And Lenny had a great fondness for this little song and was actually crushed when it and the whole wedding scene was thrown out of Candide. Later, when he was writing the balcony scene in West Side Story, you know, the scene with Tony and Maria on the fire escape after the dance at the gym, he was determined to resurrect one hand. Well, it went into rehearsal, but even Lenny conceded that it it just didn't have the fire, the passion of love at, at first sight and so it was cut again. Now, it was common practice in the mid-century for producers to record pop versions of potential hit tunes and to release them as singles before the shows opened so that folks would come into the theater humming the tunes. This was the idea, at least. Lucky for us, this actually happened with one hand, so we can hear Bernstein's original music and lyrics recorded by popular 50s singer Joe Stafford. Let's listen. What? That record was actually never released, and here's why. One hand, which was now bumped from the balcony scene, finally found an ideal place in the show as Tony and Maria play out their pretend wedding in the bridal shop. And if you've seen the recent film, uh, they moved this scene to the Cloisters Museum way uptown. Well, Sondheim was very eager to show his stuff, so he begged Lenny to let him take a crack at it, and begged Lenny to please add just a few more notes so that he would have a melody that just had more to work with than one hand, one heart. And Lenny did so, and then Sondheim wrote a new lyric retaining just a few of Lenny's words. So instead of the Candide version, one hand, one heart, Sondheim wrote this. Make of our hear how those extra notes allow the singers to actually set the pace instead of waiting for the conductor to give the downbeat for the next couple of words. And they enabled Sondheim to add a verb. He added the verb make, turning the song from a more or less anatomical statement to a plea, a plea to fate, to God, to each other, make of our hands one hand. This was the moment, actually, that Bernstein announced to the rest of the crew that Steve, the kid, the junior partner, was a genius. And Sondheim ended up writing almost all of the West Side Story lyrics. A little later, Bernstein offered to give Sondheim sole lyric credit on the show, and also the entire lyric royalty. But Sondheim was so moved by this that he he accepted the credit, but he said, oh, no, 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 that's much too generous. I can't do that. We'll still split the royalty. And these words, to his great regret, would eventually cost him millions of dollars. (laughs) He made it back, though, on the movie sale. In rehearsal, Sondheim, Lawrence, and Robbins... Well, they called One Hand, One Heart the cigarette song because it was working very well, there was really nothing to fix, and it was the perfect time to duck out into the alley for a smoke. (laughs) Except for Lenny, he always stayed behind and cried. But now, of course, they needed a new song for the balcony scene. Oh my God, they keep fixing things and then making more problems for themselves. But luckily, they already had the perfect replacement at hand. Now, if you recall before the rumble that ends the first half of the show, there is an elaborate quintet in which the Jets, the Sharks, Anita, Maria, Tony, all of them are anticipating the evening to come. And each of the groups gets a song featuring the word, tonight. The Jets are going to have their way tonight. Anita's going to get her kicks tonight. Well, they began it, and we're the ones to stop them once and for all. Tonight. And Maria and Tony's song, just written to go in counterpoint with all these other melodies, goes like this Tonight, tonight won't be just any night. So I've made a short edit of the quintet to remind you how all of this fits together. <laughs>
4: If they start a rumble, we'll rumble and rise. Tonight, tonight won't be just any night. Tonight there will be no morning. Sun-
2: A lot of people claim credit for this idea, but I really think it was Sondheim that piped up and said, hey, wait a minute, we've already written the perfect song for the balcony scene, and isn't that amazing? Extracted from the quintet and expanded a bit, it had all of the passion and drive and hope that was needed in the balcony scene. West Side Story was not only a work of genius, it was a great example of collaboration among four brilliant theater makers, and, best of all, it introduced Broadway to Stephen Sondheim, the man that we're honoring today. Thank you. Thank you, Albert. Thank you so much.
3: Albert Evans, everybody. Albert, don't forget your glasses. There you go. One of the things that musical theater is brilliant at doing is taking us deep inside the thoughts and the feelings and the minds of the characters. Musicals can do this, I think, much more effectively than a film or a play can do. The only thing that comes close to it really is a novel is able to do it in a similar way. We can go inside the characters' thoughts and feelings uh, without it seeming artificial or forced in any way. A perfect example of this is the title song from Sunday in the Park with George, a show that was inspired by the life and work of the impressionist painter George Seurat, and especially, it was inspired by his massive, amazing, pointilless painting, Sunday on the Island of La Grande Jatte. The creators of the show spent hours staring at the painting and imagining who the people in it might have been and wove together a story out of that, including George and what they decided was his lover and his muse and his model named Dot. Early in the show, we meet Dot. Yes, it's not a coincidence she's named Dot. (laughs) She stands posing in the hot sunlight as George sketches her. He's obsessively trying to perfectly capture the folds of her gown. Billy Wildrick joins us again as Dot, and I'll do my best to be George. And this is the title song from Sunday in the Park with George. (sighs)
1: George, Why is it you always get to sit in the shade while I have to stand in the sun? George. Hello, George. There is someone in this dress. A trickle of sweat. The back of the head he always does this now the foot is dead sunny in the park with george one more the collar is damp beginning to pinch the bustle slipping i won't budge one inch who was at the zoo george who was at the zoo and who
3: don't move
1: artists are bizarre fixed cold that's you George you're bizarre fixed cold It's wet, which adds to the weight. The sun is blinding. All right, concentrate. Eyes open, please. Sunny in the park with joy. Look out at the
3: water, not at me.
1: you want bread and respect and attention, not to say connection, modeling's no profession. If you want instead, when you're dead, some more public and more permanent expression of affection. You want a painter, poet, sculptor, preferably marble, granite, bronze. ever. I love yours Don't give in, just lift the arm a bit.
3: Don't lift the arm.
1: Sunday in the park with George. Not even a nod, as if I were trees. The ground could open, he would still say please. Please.
3: everybody rolling with the punches now two more songs from company in the first James Rocco comes back to portray a man who is discovering who he is and what he wants and what he's willing to give up to get it in fact Sondheim and George Firth who wrote the book for company might have been the very first to identify what, 20 years later, pop psychologists would call the Peter Pan syndrome. At the climax of the show, the young bachelor finally breaks free of his fear of commitment and chooses life. In the second song, Anne Allgood plays a woman who is also taking stock of her life. She takes inventory of the various kinds of women that inhabit her particular slice of the social set, And in the end, she takes a cold, hard look at herself as well. Please welcome James Rocco, and then Anne Allgood.
4: Someone to hold you too close. Someone to hurt you too deep. Someone to sit in your chair and ruin your sleep and make you aware of being alive, being alive. Someone to need you too much, someone to know you too well, someone to pull up short and put you through hell and give you support for being alive. Being alive. Make Me too deep. Somebody sit in my chair and ruin my sleep and make me aware of being alive. Make me alive. Make me alive. Make me me confused. Me come through, I'll always be there as frightened as you to help us survive.
0: to propose a toast here's to the ladies who lunch everybody laugh (laughs) lounging in their caftans and planning a brunch on their own to the gym then to a fitting claiming they're fat and looking grim cause they've been sitting choosing anyone still wear a hat? <laughs> I'll drink to that. Here's to the girls who stay smart. Aren't they a gas? Rushing to their classes in optical art. Wishing it Day, another thousand dollars, a matinee, a Pinter play, perhaps a piece of Mahler's. I'll drink to that. Hmm. And one for Mahler. scotch, plus a little jest, another chance to disapprove, another brilliant singer.
3: One more song for you tonight. Near the end of Sunday in the Park with George, Dot, the 19th century artist model, appears in a vision or breaks through the time-space continuum or something. In any event, she somehow travels into the future to inspire a late 20th century artist also named George, who may or may not be her grandson, to move past his doubts and the fears that are holding him back to stop listening to the negative inner voices that are preventing him from moving forward. And she urges him to break the cycle of artistic repetition and move on to something new. A voice from the past encourages an artist in the present day. Even Sondheim has acknowledged that this show has autobiographical elements. So is this really an older Sondheim talking to his younger self, or vice versa? Or is it crucial advice that Sondheim has left for all of us? Please welcome Josh and Billy with Move On.
6: I've nothing to
1: say. You have many things.
6: Well, nothing that's not been said.
1: Said by you, though.
6: I do not know where to go. And nor did I. I want to make things that count, things that will be new. what What am I to do?
1: the things you've done for me, opened up my eyes, taught me how to see, notice every tree, tree. understand the light, concentrate on light. I want to move
5: on,
6: I want to explore the light. I want to know how to get through, through to something new, something of my own.
1: All the things you gave to me things I hadn't looked at Let me till give now. to you Flower something in return and your smile
6: and I would the be so colour pleased. of your hair and the way you catch the light and the care.
1: let it come from you, then it will be new, give us more to see.
3: I feel certain that even though Mr. Sondheim is no longer with us, every time we see a Sondheim show and every time we hear a Sondheim song, he will continue to give us something new to see. Please welcome our cast tonight. Ann Allgood, Josh Carter, Billy Wildrick, James Rocco, Evan Stultz, and Albert Evans. Thanks everybody. We'll be back in June with another Broadway Nation Live. Thank you. Bye-bye.